Sunny bunk bed. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Privacy Boys. It's been a long time. Yeah. It has been a long time. It has been a long time. We should update our listeners, actually, as to like what's been going on. Give, give folks an update about some recent life uh, events that have affected the Privacy Boys. Well, so what? So my mom just had a baby. Congratulations! <laughs> There's a new member of the Privacy Boys extended family. Yeah. His name is Isaac. We haven't figured out his Privacy Boys name, but we don't have to because, like, he's not gonna be on this podcast. That's true. When he gets, when he comes on as a guest, then we'll then we'll figure it out. We can start thinking about it. Yeah, unless we have to pay, like. $5. Yeah, if we break if we break a Privacy Boys rule, which we're not going to do. We'll give him a Privacy Boys name. Daddy, can you tell everybody what a Podcast is this podcast is a little is a little like nonfiction and fiction. Wait, what did I just say? Welcome to the Privacy Boys podcast. We are so happy you are here. A uh, whale's fish? Yeah. Is that a question? Uh, I have two choices for you. Okay. I have a hot take, and I have. Um, I have this this magazine thing, this magazine topic. Close to the hot take. You want to first hear my hot take? Yeah. All right, I got a hot take. I did. I didn't. I thought of this hot take this morning. It's not like I've been holding on to it. Um, but this is my hot take because we were doing, Scorsese and I were doing a puzzle of the Little Mermaid this morning, right? Yeah. And the Little Mermaid, so the Little Mermaid has mammary glands, right? Like. She has, like, she's wearing a bra, right? Yeah. Which means that if she has mammary glands, that means that she produces milk. Right? Which means yeah. that which means that she's a mammal. Right? Because it doesn't mammal come from the word, like, from, like, the mothers produce milk for their babies? Yeah. And from their mammary glands? And you're seeing that with mom, right? Because she's nursing Isaac. Yeah. Okay. But the Little Mermaid does not breathe air, right? The Little Mermaid doesn't go up to the to the to the water to the surface to breathe. She stays underwater the whole time, which means that there are mammals that don't breathe air, which means that whales can be fish. What? 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 That's not a foolproof hot takes. Why? Mermaids have never be, have never been gotten as proof. There's no proof about it. I've only seen videos. And and as you say, you don't have always trust the internet. Absolutely, that's true. So so that's not a full hot take. But doesn't the fact that for thousands of years. No, 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 but I wasn't finished. Okay. Because, you see 
I'm shy. He's an expert at underwater sea animals. He loves giant squids. He literally is an expert. I trust Shy's opinion, but 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 when he when she comes up, it's half human, half fish. Remember yes. that? Yes. So she still breathes air. She can, yes, she can breathe air, but she also can breathe underwater. I'll say this. Yeah. Mermaids have been part of human storytelling for thousands of years. If there was no basis of truth for it, how come every culture in the world has been telling stories of mermaids? Where did it all come from? Where did it all come from? That's why I think mermaids are true. Where, where it came from was probably swimming people. Swimming people? And they're like, hey, that's a mermaid. It's like, <laughs> it's like it's just a guy or a girl just like swimming. Like, did they just call me a mermaid? That's weird. And then they just swam on. Yeah. Um, people always told me whales can't be fish because they breathe air. Right? So that means that they're mammals. But I'm showing you a mammal that doesn't breathe air. So that means that the fact that you're a but mammal... does breathe air! Still does breathe air. It could breathe air, but it also doesn't have to breathe air. It could breathe underwater. That's yeah. my hot take. Yes! But that's not a foolproof hot take. Okay. Still isn't. Fair enough. Fair enough. Sorry. I'm still... I'm still going on the mammal side. Okay. Okay. All right. That's what this morning's uh, hot take that I thought of. All right. I, I like your rebuttal. Have hot takes. Do you have any hot have takes? Not. you have any hot takes? Uh. Oh, yes, I do. You do have a hot take? Drop that knowledge, then. So, my hot take is that, that a wormhole is created by a 4D substance. A wormhole is created by a 4D substance. Yeah, cause, cause, cause people think wormholes look like this. Like a triangle. Like this. Like a pyramid. Yeah. Like a sideways pyramid. Yeah, and they lead through but on time. But, but, but if, but you go through it, but you, so that means there has to be a stopping point, but, mm. but, you keep going through it like this. That's not my vision of what a wormhole is. My vision of a wormhole is not a sideways pyramid where there's a stopping point, but actually like a, like a tube, like a cylinder tube where it just keeps going to like a hallway connecting two spaces. Well, well I, that could be true, but I, but I think it could lead you into other dimensions or stuff like like that. But I. But. 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 Can you just stop that? Yes. Uh, but there could also be triangular ones. That's what people. That's what other people think. Yes. Cause, cause, remember how I said they could leave you, leave you in a different dimension? You did mention other dimensions. Mention and dimension rhyme. 
I'm mentioning dimensions up in your mentions on social. Yeah. But wormhole, but either way, I think wormholes are made out of a fluidy substance. Could be. I hear it. I don't know what a 4D substance would be. I think that is up up for, you know, up for exploration. Exploration. I can't I can't rebut that hot take because I don't know enough about astrophysics. I I know a ton about science and astrophysics. I think that the amount that you know about astrophysics is more than you. <laughs> <laughs> but I think you have a lot to learn. Like, I think there is a whole well, as, universe of knowledge about well, astrophysics that you need to learn about. Yeah, maybe. But it could be more than me. Like, I think that that's actually probably true. Remember when I told you about black holes? It literally blew your mind up. But I have theories about black holes. Like, I have a theory. Of, you know my theory about black holes. I've told this to you. Do you remember it? No. Okay, this is my theory about black holes. Um, a black hole. Okay, so we have like our universe. Imagine our universe as like a bubble. Okay. Oh, now I remember it. It's a bubble, and, and they're just like holes in it, and 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 the white holes are just are making it filled in. I, sort of. So it's like a black hole, and you know how like the human body, when you have a cut, it it repairs itself and it closes itself up yeah. again. My theory, which has not yet been proven, is that black holes over time close up because the universe, the universe heals itself in the same way that the human body heals itself. So what happens is there's a, there's like an explosion, a star explodes and it rips open the universe. And then the universe's guts, like the blood of the body, pours out of the black hole into another universe forming another universe like another cell of a body and then eventually the first universe when it explodes open heals up like your body heals up after a cut now from the perspective of the second universe when when the when it was created that was the big bang it's like boom suddenly there's like this matter that's pouring into it that's forming this other universe that's like the Big Bang. But really, I think there's like different universes floating around like cells in a body. Like, you know how your body is comprised of millions and millions of cells? I think there's like millions and millions of universes out there. Like a well, giant body. I I agree with you. I do. I did agree. I do agree with you. Thank you. That means a lot. That means a lot. Because, uh, you know... That that means that that it's not really a hot take for 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 this like podcast. If another person comes on and disagrees, then it would probably be a hot take. That other person could say hot take. You're saying, you're saying it's not a hot take. You're saying uh, so. It, it is a, it is hot take. It is a hot take. But 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 not like but not. But not in the same ways as as whales or fish because we disagreed. But but that's still a hot take. But but even if we agree, that's still a hot take. So I want you to know, I emailed this theory to a bunch of astrophysicists, and they didn't say I was right, but they also didn't say I was wrong. Yeah. 
they said, we don't know enough about black holes to be able to prove it one way or the other. Yeah, but black holes have been proven to be real. Yes, that is true. So I want to say something. So our number one listener, biggest fan, Privacy Boys super fan, Danny G. Danny G. Shout out Danny G. Danny G, Danny G, Danny G, 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 G. DG. Um, he, on Twitter, so he tweeted at us at DB twelve hundred. You could, you could, you could shout us out. Um, he tweeted at us that he was so happy to, because he works in um, PR of like publicizing different things, and he works with like different magazines, and he was so happy that you, Sunny Bunkbed, knew what a magazine was that he offered to uh, buy you a subscription to a magazine. Yeah. So A, it's so nice. Thank you, Danny G, for that Thank offer. Thank you. Yeah. Come on, Todd. You can, you can do better than that. You thank can... you, thank you, thank you! There you go. Yeah. There you go. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, we really appreciate it. Even if you don't, even if you don't do it, it's okay. It just the offer means a lot. So what you and I did, this is weeks ago, before the baby, before the quarantine, we researched different magazines. Um, do you remember doing this, Sunny? Yes. Okay. Um, I do I was going to make a bracket, but then your mom had this feedback that we do too many brackets. So... We're going to just not do a bracket. I'm just going to throw some magazines out at you that you said... Why, why, can't, you, why can't you do the bracket? Really? I agree. I think brackets are fine. But your mom... Listen, you got to like, you gotta like incorporate you listener gotta feedback. You got to fade the dog. You got to fade the dog. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Dude, since, oh, since yeah. we potted last, I know. We played monkey, fish, dog, horse in the Super Bowl. We gotta fade the dog. You gotta, gotta fade, fade, the, fade dog. the dog. I know. Long, hardcore listeners of Privacy Boys know that we play a game in the Super Bowl. First animal to appear in a Super Bowl commercial. Either monkey, fish, or dog, horse. Dog, horse. And this year... It was, it was dog, horse. It was dog horse, I know. Because you gotta fade the dog. You gotta fade the dog. It was that Paw Patrol dog that did us in. It was Sky. Darn you, Sky! We had a why, shot. Why Why are you blaming the Sky? If the Sky goes away, it, it would be night all day. No, it was Sky from Paw Patrol. Oh, yeah. Blame you. Mm. I, I actually. Why couldn't they just. Put a lousy clownfish in that commercial. Why couldn't they? The first like, commercial of the Super Bowl had two underwater shots of a. Of why couldn't they give us a lousy clownfish? What day? A lousy clownfish. One clown. Who? I mean, really? It was. It was right there for the taking. It was right there for us. I know. We have a shot. Like who? Who puts water without fish? Well, it was not connected to the ocean. It was, though, because the opening, it was like a movie where there was a scene on the beach, and then they were swimming in the ocean, and it was an underwater shot. All they had to do was put a fish in there. It was right there. Just put it in! Just put the million fish in there! 
You gotta fade the dog. What a clownfish in there! You gotta fade the dog, as you say. You gotta fade the dog. Didn't fade the dog. It's hard, you know? And so, overall record, monkey fish. Four wins, eight losses. We'll get them next year. Get them next year. Okay. Um, all right. I need a pen. I need a pen for this. Is there a pen over there? There's no pen. No pen. This is the magazine list that we worked why on. Couldn't, why couldn't you just read the magazine? Because we're going to incorporate listener feedback. I want our listeners to know that if they give us feedback, we will take it seriously and and do what they say, at least for one episode. At least for one. One episode. Okay. I just thought of this right now. I'm going to give you a magazine name instead of a bracket. Okay? I'm going to give you a name of a magazine, and you are going to rate it on a scale of 1 to 10. 1 being the lowest score, 10 being the highest possible score. I, I think uh, you should have done it 1 to 10, but there, but but 1 to 9 of 1 to 10, because there's always room for improvement. Like, there's always room for improvement on that magazine. So, like... Okay. I have no idea what okay. I'm saying. I love it. Okay, so the so it's a scale of one to ten, but the highest possible score that you could give the magazine is nine. Yeah. Okay, a scale of one to ten, but you could only give either one or nine, because there's always room for improvement, as Eddie Honey would always say. And the the scoring is based on how interested you are in reading that magazine. I want you oh. I want you, Sunny Bunkbed, when you hear these magazines, to think about them with a fresh, with a fresh mind. Okay. Okay. Let's go. Car and driver. Hmm. I would say five. Okay. Five. Discover magazine. That's like a science magazine. Oh, I love science, so that would give me. Two. National Geographic. No, 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 no. I never rated it. You said two. No, no. I never rated it. I'm adding up the points in my head. I'm still adding it up. Oh, okay, okay. You're saying... I would have... I would say seven. Okay, seven. seven. National Geographic. National Geographic. Mm -hmm. This is for this is the grown-up version of National Geographic because later on in the list we also have National Geographic for kids. So just keep that. So in mind. that would be four. Okay. Scientific American. Ooh, this one's gonna be good. It's probably about history. I mean, Scientific American is probably about science. Okay, that's probably gonna be a, a, a niner. Niner. Whoa, okay, we got our first niner on the board. Niner! Niner! Alright, we're sort of switching it up a little bit. Classic Cars magazine. Classic Cars? Do you mean like classic, like, like putting like new and very expensive or like classic like 
very old cards. The second one, the the very, very old, old cards, yeah. Oh, that one's gonna be a great one. I would say eight. Eight, okay, okay. Because I love all colors. Okay, Rock and Jam magazine. Oh, this one's gonna be good. It's gonna be. It's probably gonna be a niner. Niner. Coinage magazine. Okay, that's definitely gonna be nine and a half. Nine and a half. Okay, okay. National Geographic for kids. That's gonna be a You gave the sixer. sixer. Okay, so National Geographic for grown ups is four. National Geographic for kids is six. Okay. American history. This one is about history. Oh, this one's gonna be a good one. This one's going to be eight and three quarters. Okay, okay. Eight and three quarters. Prehistoric Times. I imagine this is a magazine of that where dinosaurs will feature prominently. I do like dinosaurs, but also there's different kinds of Maybe it's going to talk about the evolution. So I'm going to give that a... A seven and... Seven and... And three quarters. Okay. Current world archaeology. Ooh, this one's going to be a good one. There might be gemstones in here, so that's gonna be. What's my high score? We're gonna get to that. We're gonna get to that later. Don't worry about the second round. You just think about each magazine. You think about what score you want to give it. I would say. Five. Okay. Well, no. Watercolor. Five. Wait, 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 wait. Five and five. Five and three quarters. Okay. I just changed my mind. That's cause... okay. No, that's good. Watercolor artist. Oh, this one's gonna be a good one. This one's gonna be. Sounds like it's about painting. Like a magazine about, you know, painting with watercolors. Does the how much does the like points go up to? So like it's eight points. It's one through nine. Okay, that's gonna be an an eight point eight. An eight point eight. Okay, very high score. Okay, jewelry artist. Okay, this one's gonna be a giant one. Okay, so it's gonna be. I would say. Niner. Niner. Okay. Now we have a magazine called Games World of Puzzles. Oh, this one's got to be a good one. That's going to be a nine, a, not a nine, a seven. Okay. We have Circle a Word Jumbo. So it seems like a magazine with all Circle a Word games. Oh, okay, good. That's going to be Circle of Wood Jumbo. 
Fiber. Fiber, okay. Then we have Fantasy and Science Fiction Magazine. Seems like it's stories that are all about, like, fantasy and science fiction. That one's going to be a good one. That one's going to be another 8.8. 8.8, okay. Home Shop Machinist. So that's about people, like, building things with tools in their house. Oh, this one's going to be good. This one's going to be... going to be an Aider. Aider, okay. Now we have Guardians of the Galaxy. That's like a comic book magazine about gar the Guardians of the Galaxy comic book series. Okay. I'm going to say three. Okay. Is that our first three? It's our first three. Yep. Now we have Ask Magazine, which I believe is a children's magazine all about science. Okay, that one's gonna be. That one's gonna be a niner. Niner. All right, we have Cobblestone Magazine, which I think is a children's magazine about stories. That would be a. Okay, we have a magazine called Explorer's Guide. I don't know much about this mo this magazine, but I think it's a guide for explorers. That one's gonna be a, a 6.8. Okay. Now we have Inked Magazine, which is a magazine about tattoos. Ooh, good, 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 good. That one's gonna be Another 8.8. 8.8 on the board. Okay, then we have Innovation and Tech Today, which is about inventions in the world of technology. Oh, this one's going to be a high one. It's going to be a 9.5. Okay. All right, we have a few more. One, two, three, four, five. We have about nine more to go. Okay, we have the magazine called Coin World, about coins. Okay, that's going to be... a 9.8. Okay, high score. Then we have Vanish, which is a magic magazine. Oh. It's a magazine all about the world of magic. That's going to be... A niner. 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 Okay, we have a magazine called Drawing. I imagine it's about drawing. <laughs> uh, that's going to be an easy one because that's going to be... I have to share it with Sadie because Sadie loves drawing. She does, yeah. So I'm going to go with counting Sadie in. I'm going to go with... Um, Nine point five. Okay, high score there. All right, we have Cricket Magazine, which is a kids' magazine of stories. Hmm. Our last one was like five. Yes, it was good memory. Yeah. So I'm gonna say the same on that one. Okay. 
Then we have Owl Magazine, which is a magazine about facts, science, puzzles, and technology. Ooh, this one's going to be a good one. It's going to be a 9.6. Okay. And we have Chickadee Magazine, which is about games and science experiments. Okay, that's also going to be a... That's going to be a 9.6. Okay. Then we have a magazine, Boys Life, which I think is the magazine for the Boy Scouts of America. That might, that's going to be sort of interesting, like, looking through, like, those, like, those patches. Hmm. Those, my pictures will be cool. But is it, is it like the history of Boys Magazine? I, I'm not sure. I don't know if so, it's like the history of Boy Scouts. It might be. So, anyway. I'm probably going to do a, a fiver. Okay. Then we have the paper, which is an origami. Okay, that's what's going to be. That's going to be a good one. That's how, because I love origami. It's going to be niner. Niner. Okay, and then finally we have StoryWorks, which is also about stories. So that, so same, well. Same score as the other ones? No, no but, but. Three more quarters, five and three quarters. Okay. All right. So that those are all the magazines here. So now what I think I'm going to do here is I'm going to tell you all of the magazines that got a score over nine, nine or higher, and then that's how we're going to whittle it down. Okay? Because if you gave a magazine a score of a nine score, that means that you really like it, right? So yeah, here. But if it's a nine point something that means i really really like it. yeah but here's the magazines that you gave scores that are nine or above okay we have we have scientific american rock and gem coinage jewelry artist Games World of Puzzles. Ask Magazine. Innovation and Tech Today. Coin World. Vanish Magic Magazine. Drawing. Owl, Chickadee, and the paper. Yes! I, okay, I, so that's 1, 2, 3, I 4, was, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. Okay, so we took the 32 and we got 32 down to 13. Okay? You know what? I'm actually going to do this a little differently because we did the scores. I'm going to actually put these into groups. Okay? Here are the groups that I'm going to have. We have Rock and Gem. We have Jewelry Artist. Those are gems, gem-related, right? That's yeah. one group. Then we have Coinage and Coin World. Those are coin-related, right? And then we have the science magazines, right? So you have Scientific American. You have Ask. You have, I'm going to put like the Innovation Magazine in here. I'm going to put Owl in here. 
We're gonna put chickadee in here. Okay, and then you have the ones that are left are the uh, the paper for origami and games world of puzzles. So I think you have four categories. So you have games, you have gems, coins, and science. I think you have four categories that you are very much interested in. So the question is, which one do you think you would like to read about, let's say like once a month, you get something in the mail once a month about one of these topics, games, gems, coins, or science, and that you could take, you know, up to your room and read the magazine or share some stories with me and mom or Sadie. Um, Two things I can decide on. Okay. Just speak up. Science and coins. Okay, so you think that we're whittling it down to science and coins. So we're going to get rid of games and gems. Yeah. Okay. So games and gems, we like them, but they're not making they're not making the cut for this one. So we're at coins and science. Okay. So coins, it's either coinage or coin world, fine. And then science, also a good one. So how about if, how about, how about we do this? I have an idea. Science how, on coins? No. How about if we let superfan Danny G decide and it'll be a surprise for us? Well, actually, I decided. You have decided. Yes. Okay. Sorry about that, Danny. <laughs> we have a we have a decision. Since there's since there's a shortage of coins, I'm gonna go for I'm gonna go for coins because maybe there's going to be like a twenty twenty like rare twenty twenty coins because those are coin shortage. So science. Probably going to make it maybe next time. Okay, so you're saying because of the coin shortage, there, coins should win. Yeah, because there might be a, a rare 2020 or 2021. Okay. All right. So, Danny G, I'm going to say you can decide between Coinage Magazine or Coin World Magazine. And we'll just, we'll wait. We'll just wait and see what pops up in our in our mailbox. Thanks for listening. Also, thank you, Danny, for for hopefully subscribing. What a lovely clownfish in it. That should be my phrase. Put a lousy club finish in it. <laughs> Good catchphrase. Put a lousy clownfish in it. <laughs> I don't know where you came up with that. I like the kind of the the combination of lousy 
and clownfish. Like, I, <laughs> put a lousy clownfish in it. Just put a lousy clownfish. It's more. It's more of a catchphrase for the game monkey fish dog horse than it is for our podcast. But I I like it for either way. Like, monkey fish dog horse. Put a lousy clownfish. Like, how hard is it? You know, if you're having a commercial where it takes place in someone's house, just have them have a fish in the background. Like, have a, like a little fish tank, you know? Like, we have, like, Cookie, our fish. Put a and then put a lousy clownfish And then just put a lousy clownfish in it. That's <laughs> oh, great. All right. Put a lousy clownfish. Which I, I think I'm going to just call this episode, put a lousy clownfish in it. <laughs> I just, I just, it's a good phrase. Like, it just, it sounds good. It rolls off the tongue. I'm not a printing machine. What's, <laughs> what's that? <laughs> oh my god, I did a joke for you. What is it? I'm not, you said it rolls right off the tongue. I know that's an expression, but I actually made a wheel and I was like, I'm not a printer. I'm not a printer. Because it's not, because it doesn't, not rolling off your tongue like a printer? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sunny bunk bed. I'm not a printing machine. <laughs> okay. All right, Mr. I'm not a printing machine. <laughs>